Hey everybody, Megan here. Before we jump into this week's episode, we wanted to give you guys a quick trigger warning and more specifically for our fathers who listen to our episodes each week. This first segment this week, we get into graphic detail about a procedure Zoe had done to her butt. So we just wanted to give you guys the opportunity to fast forward straight to the advice segment this week. Enjoy at your own risk. Welcome to Sisters Not Saints, the podcast where we offer real-life advice from the sisters you've always wanted. Featuring two real-life sisters, Kristen and Megan, and two real-life sisters-in-law, Hillary and Zoe. Sisters Not Saints You might think they're saints, but they Some of them are sisters Two of them have sisters But there's one thing that's for certain It's their sisters Hi guys, this is Megan. I'm Hillary. I'm Kristen. And I'm Zoe. And I got my butt sucked this week. (laughs) (laughs) And by a leech, by a man, by what? It's true. (laughs) Hillary and I were also there and we witnessed the butt sucking. Just witness. Just witness. We did not. We did not. (laughs) We weren't on the suckers. No, we weren't the suckers. (laughs) But yeah, Zoe went There's out. There's really no other way to describe what <laughs> yeah. happened. It was I no, and let's sucked. let's put it off as long as possible. I went to, to work and I said they were like, "What did you do this weekend?" I was like, "I got my butt vacuumed," and they're like, "What?" I'm like, "I don't know how else to say it." I have no idea how to explain it to people because the people I've told about it, I'm like, I, I just have to show you photos. Yeah. I don't. Not that I'm showing you photos. My, I'm but showing. When you say you got your butt vacuumed, that kind of sounds like when you get like a yeah, like a colon like an cleanse. Yeah, yeah. That's not what you did. I know, but how else? How would you describe it? I don't know. You got your butt cheeks vacuumed. Is there just, a name for so the vacuum? You, like, drove over the back of you me. You got your butt cheeks. Um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, yeah. Plumped. Plumped. Oh, okay. Plumped. Plumped. Okay, but I the, wasn't. But it's the act. Plumped. You know what? It reminded me. I wasn't there, but I saw the picture, and it looked like um, pumps that you would use for nursing, but you attach mm. to your butt. Yeah, yeah. It, it was similar. exactly. That's what you're doing with nursing. Yeah. Sucking the milk out. Yep. And it looked the same. I was like, oh, I've done that before. <laughs> okay. So what it is, is called a non-invasive Brazilian butt lift. Well, hold on. First, I feel like we should say the name of who did it. Her name's Molly and she owns Sugar Baby Body in Franklin, Tennessee. And Zoe just kind of went out on a limb and saw on her Instagram that she offers this non-invasive butt lift and shocked us all and was like, I want to do this. I'm willing to try anything that might have an improvement that won't have an adverse effect. So before we get into the... There was going to be no side effects to this. And she was like, get my cheeks sky high. Well, and no permanence either. It's not like you you were having surgery or anything like that. Yeah. And nothing could go well until I went there. And then I realized everything could go wrong. Nothing (laughs) went wrong. Only in your brain. (laughs) Nothing could actually go wrong. Only in your brain. I haven't heard a single thing about this. So I'm really excited to hear. Okay. I'm like your your audience right now. Mm. So (laughs) I have so many questions. We go in. All I've seen is videos, which I think... uh, harmless sure i'll go get my butt sucked we go in i (laughs) lay down she puts the things on turns the machine on and it sucks your cheeks into like a traffic cone and you're nude you can have underwear on you can have a thong on your cheeks have to be out out. okay to get up sucked i mean they gotta be out and and this is with promises of a plump 
but mm-hmm. and it hurt immediately really it, it didn't hurt it hurt. did she I don't say that it hurt su- either did she I, say it's supposed to hurt yes no, okay she said her sister could also couldn't do it okay so we went in and i don't think zoe knew really what she was getting into so as soon as she i mean she did walk in there and just rip the pants off immediately no questions asked well, what she else was, was i supposed to do i don't know i would have done like a little meet and greet like how's how, hey how's it going what are we gonna be doing here <laughs> zoe was just naked on the table she likes she's expressed that she likes to be pantsless yeah yeah so <laughs> it makes me feel comfortable i just i needed to get comfortable right yeah just whip those pants off <laughs> threw them on the floor i like picked them up and folded you didn't them even and put fold them away them. no I what do you do at the OBGYN? there was there was no room to fold them if i need there was two people this room is meant for one person and there was four of us in you there. just complained about she, people doing this in your costume space she literally flung them on the floor like she was a grade a celebrity <laughs> like i was just gonna clean up the mess up. yeah and you did i did yeah i picked them up and i folded them and and yeah just hopped on the table and got her traffic cones attached and i think where zoe freaked out was when she found out it was 45 minutes like That's i think a you thought long time it is i think yeah. you thought it was gonna be like 10 15 minutes in 20 and out. 30 i think yeah. probably a lot of people who do it go in and use it as like a time to relax like mm-hmm. they're just going to close their eyes listen to a podcast for 45 minutes but for zoe who is claustrophobic mm-hmm. and has anxiety it was not her ideal that was situation 70 no that was 50 percent of the issue but i really want you to try it and it hurts i want to try it molly if you're listening <laughs> <laughs> next time i go i want to say so molly does my waxes and I have gone to her for a long time and I love her, but that's all I've ever done is a wax. So I'm so happy you did this and I would love to try it. It just, it really felt uncomfortable and I was on a 15 out of 30. So yeah, she Zoe turned never, it on and wow. I was like, no. Also, like more we, than halfway through, I thought, you know, your butt is being suctioned up and out. So then I thought, well, isn't that what a fart is? Is your butt opening and all the air coming out? And so then I... You had to fart? No, no, I was afraid it would just happen like breathing. <laughs> or like, what, what, if, what if just like the nervousness of me being there and being claustrophobic just made me have something happen to my stomach and my butt is open. But then... I also was like, if I say it out loud, I'm going to speak it into existence. So I couldn't tell y'all. I was thinking this the whole time. And I was like, I'm not going to say anything because then it'll happen. But I don't oh think sucking gosh. your butt cheeks. No. That's not where farts don't come from your butt no. cheeks. No. no, no, no. Your butthole being opened. But wait, you felt like your butthole was being opened? My butthole was being opened. I mean, I was behind you and I couldn't see your butthole if that makes yeah. you feel any better. Oh, <laughs> this doesn't mean hilarious. that it wasn't being open because imagine, imagine if someone takes your two cheeks right now and spreads them apart. There's going to be a lot more opening of your butthole, mm-hmm. you know, which is how air comes out. <laughs> you know what I just thought about? Our dad's listening to this episode. <laughs> it's too late. <laughs> and maybe her dad. Her dad's a listener That's now what I too. Said. Yeah, her dad. Oh, maybe fast dads, forward. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Skip this part, Mark. Yeah, we'll have to <laughs> let them know what part to come in on in this episode. <laughs> Not the part where Zoe's talking about her butt cheeks being spread and her butt all being <laughs> exposed. Well, I think the second she opened with my butt got sucked, they turned it off. He's oh. like, all that money wasted on her education. All that time. Oh my gosh. Um, but yeah, it was a really interesting experience as a bystander, as so, a witness. From the pictures, it looked like you were on your stomach. Mm-hmm. Are you laying down the entire time? Do mm-hmm. you ever sit up? Well, I did. Well, I No, I didn't stand up, but I said... 
I'm mostly getting freaked out and I don't want to be here 45 minutes because I'm stuck. And she said, no, you could stand up. Mm-hmm. And that made me Whoa. feel better. Yeah. She said, you can stand up and like walk around as, as long, long as, as you you're don't... attached to the cord. Yeah. And they wouldn't pop off. How tightly they are were, they? They were tight. They're tight. tight. They're wow. sucked. Like it was like half her butt was like. Every time does her there's depth, a little though. air leak, it automatically... Oh, just like nursing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and what it really looked like is if anybody has ever had cupping done on your back, that's what it was like. But huge. Yeah. Like like ginormous traffic cones. Did she stay in the room with you the whole time or is it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is that and what she I, normally does, or is that because she knows it would be you? Up to the person, yeah. I okay. think she said she often doesn't because the person yeah. just wants to like lie yeah. there and take a nap, and so she'll like. Go I'm sure out she like pop, like pops in and out to check on you, but yeah. And do you re- think that would have made you more comfortable as if she wasn't standing there, and even no. we weren't in the room, and you could no. just kind of I'd zone be out, freaking out? Hmm. When well, she's very like chatty and easy yeah. to talk to, so she's yeah. like a good person. I think like if you want to chat to have in the room because she'll. Talk to you. Yeah. yeah if I mean, y'all hadn't have been there, I would have left a lot quicker. Someone hadn't have been there distracting yeah. me. I would not have. Well, I mean, Zoe bitched the entire time about how long she had to be. Like, she was like, no, I'm doing it for 20 minutes. After 20 minutes, I'm getting up. No, That's 30 how minutes. I get myself to After 30 minutes, minutes, I'm doing it. <laughs> so we just had to keep talking. We were feeding her cookies and juice boxes and whatever she, it, she, she needed. She did make it the whole 45 minutes. I was proud of you. Wow. That is good. That's a long time. I so, bet it did hurt. Having, thank you, Kristen. Yeah, no, I, I'm saying as someone that has had <laughs> suction cups attached to parts of my body that are delicate like it does it can be a lot uh but she was on the lowest level not the lowest level it's one through 30 and i was on a 15 that's the she's lowest never had level her butt she starts before at, she's though. new to butt sucking. we don't know if she's had her butt sucked <laughs> never mm. well oh, okay <laughs> that's, that's, that's a different save that for your only fans podcast save it for the only fans <laughs> um okay so let's talk about results so you did take before pictures how many sessions are you supposed to do three to six to make a difference yeah and she said Every week, if yeah. you do the full six it should last for two years oh wow two years that's yeah. a bang for your buck i know yeah. i really think you should like commit and do i do want to go again i don't think i saw a big difference after one mm-hmm. but i would like to go again well and your anxiety has kept you from going having to sit lay there for 45 minutes again i don't know that i can commit to going six times with you to keep you entertained I mean, that's a big commitment. <laughs> we may have to go in shifts. Have to yeah, true. See, but if, if you can't even go, yeah, I don't think I could do there. it. Yeah, I don't think I could do it. I could go, and but if you're in, maybe one, you brought, could you bring like an iPad and watch a show? Would that be yeah, better? Probably. Okay. Or like a podcast or something. Yeah, I think you need to because there was definitely like you were definitely plump, and I still think I see a difference. Yeah, My problem is too. is I never looked at your butt a lot before. Well, sorry for you. I know. Do you have pictures? I I think so. no I think I could tell a difference mm-hmm. too and I had looked at your butt before because you always told me you had a good butt yeah <laughs> so, same yeah I looked uh, at your I butt never, but but it was plumper yeah but yeah, I, I agree it in the store on Saturday and I really feel like it's pretty plump all right everybody check out Zoe's butt and mm-hmm. let us know what you think and we'll I mean, try to do a before and after if we can pin her down on the after I mean we do have pictures that she said she's comfortable sharing possibly of her experience oh yeah you can see the during okay oh wow okay so I mean, Put everybody on blast. Yeah, everybody. I mean, <laughs> get over to our Instagram this week. It's gonna be wild, <laughs> and we're gonna charge five ninety nine per view. <laughs> yeah, that's gonna be our subscription model. So join our subscription on Instagram. So definitely check out Molly Sugar Baby Body. I think you should do at least one more before summer. All right, I'll do it again. Okay, you ordered that fancy yeah. swimsuit. You may as well fill that oh, thing that's out. Right? Yeah. 
Fill Get your boobs out. plump too. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine if they had push-up bottoms for swimsuits. Oh, I'm sure they have something. Yeah, then you would think you'd hear more about that, though. Yeah, why that, don't that we patent this now? Like, why don't I think we invent it? That's what bathing suits are. They're all, but, they're all slimming, lifting. Yeah, mm-hmm. but not like like it's a push-up bra. Bras you know? are, you know, right? There's a market for this for sure. Butt lift bottoms. Well, <laughs> and once you finish all of your butt sessions, then you could take part in the new trend. Wait, what's the new trend? Oh, the no pants trend. <gasps> Have you all seen that? Your name? I've only seen a little bit because of Monica Padman. I saw that she went out one night, no pants. I know okay. about Haley Bieber. Well, that's where I saw Monica Padman mm-hmm. post it first Wait, also. I didn't see this. And oh, really? Then, it was, was on her stories? Uh, I think she may have even posted to her grid. You might still be able to see it. Yeah, I can't remember. But she posted about it. And I was like, what the hell is a no pants trend? And then, mm. of course... Who was the first? I know Bieber did it, but yeah, I think I think, Car- I think Kylie. No, Courtney. No, what's the name? Of another Kardashian. Kim. Kendall. Nope. Kendall. Kendall. Okay. Wow. Either Kendall or Kylie. I think did it first. Okay. But as part of a, it must have been Kendall because I think it was on the runway. Mm, okay, that makes sense. But it is like tights, from mm-hmm. what I've seen. Yeah. With like tidy whities except often they're black. What do you call that? Tidy blackies. <laughs> and binding blackies (laughs) under like black underwear okay and like a black top and a lot of them are wearing like black underwear with black tights and not leggings like tights like hose yeah because see-through hose that has artists have been doing that like singers have been doing that for like the last 15 years which i'm kind of annoyed by them i'm like over it like that's all they wear now is a it's like a like a onesie yeah yeah Mm -hmm. and it's boring now Mm -hmm. yeah i agree i'm so tired of body suits yeah but now people are just doing it in the streets well yeah because it takes a while for the fashion to come to the regular people yeah but i don't feel like it's not even concert fashion really translates to everyday fashion all the fashion you see it it comes to you like but even us, if it's normal like from is, runway like runway it's like oh that's crazy and then 10 years down the road we're wearing it but like but that was runway but i wouldn't even say that on runway i just remember at concerts i wouldn't even Miley say Cyrus. this trend is like the bodysuit trend it's different mm-hmm. no i right. know it's underwear but just like how a couple of years ago it was acceptable for all of us to wear a black bra or a black bandeau with a see-through top on it and we all did it or at least you and i did it hillary mm-hmm. Okay, so I'm reading that um, it started with, I guess, Haley Bieber and Kendall Jenner share a stylist, Danny Michelle, and she's the mastermind behind this, like, pantslessness thing. Mastermind. They're, yeah, revenge tights is what she called it, and she wore it with a navy blue Bottega Veneta, did I say that right, sweater, on the runway, and I guess that's what prompted this whole thing. So now regular people are doing it. When I first read about it, I was kind of like, oh, I could be down for that. Like, that sounds so co- comfortable. But what doesn't sound comfortable is tights. Yeah, this sounds bad I to me. Hate I hate wearing tights. tights. I've always had a sensory issue with tights, even as a kid. So seeing this, I'm like, ugh. Yeah. There's no way like, I, could I would adopt. like to just wear my underwear in a big sweater. I don't yeah. even no love tights. leggings. Like, that's mm. too tight for me. I get claustrophobic. Well, I mean, I just don't, I don't understand, but it's. I think it's just like a um, one step different than the trend from the last couple of years that is a black underwear and a black bra with a black sheer dress, like a long mm, maxi yeah. dress. And this is just like a different yeah. take on that. I didn't like that trend either. But it's also just like I understand it's OK for all these celebrities to do it. 
but where are any of us going in our daily life? Right. Like I'm yeah. going to go to the grocery store, yeah. a tiny whiteies, a tank top, yeah. and a trench coat. No, and but have you went out to a fancy restaurant downtown? <laughs> could, no. Could imagine, no. Zoe, if I showed up to a family dinner at a fancy restaurant <laughs> yeah. with tights and tidy whiteies on, on top. But not now. <laughs> you have to wait for it to get no. even more diluted for us. No. Okay. So, so think about we're all going to dinner. Peter's there. Kristen's husband's there. And Hillary and Peter walk in and Hillary has on black sheer tights and underwear. But what's the difference between a black sheer shirt and a bra? Because I've worn that. I think bras and underwear are different. I feel like I do too. But that's because you've had longer, you had longer to digest that first trend. You're mm-hmm. seeing this like right away. And it's just, it's coming at you too quickly because you're like, the trends aren't taking as long when they're on a celebrity. I mean, to get to yeah, you. I'm sure you're right. And in 10 years, we're all going to be wearing our <laughs> underwear everywhere. But I just can't imagine any of us doing it now. Because yeah. even looking at like Kendall I would Jenner love to do it. just now, she looks absolutely ridiculous. But that's how it we thought about silly. skinny jeans. When skinny jeans came out, I was like, I'm never wearing those. Those look awful on everyone. They're so uncomfortable. Like everybody looks bad in them. And then look at us. Yeah. No, like I said, I'm sure you're right. I just it's really hard to imagine. It's I so really, hard to imagine wearing it in daily life with mm-hmm. kids and in cars right. and yeah. like it just doesn't sound practical. I think if you're 20, 20s, like that yes. makes you to go put your tights well, on. Yeah, I bet that's your time. conference in my, <laughs> yeah. my tidy whiteies. That's like always a age thing is once you yeah. kind of hit a certain age, you're not being so fashion forward. Mm-hmm. You're just like you get stuck in one like life. Yeah. Thing. Well, there's also some trends that are just geared towards younger, younger people. And you do kind of look like all trends are geared towards younger well, people. Yes, but that but that older people could wear. Like right now, like wide leg, low rise are coming back and like we could wear that. And we're older, but we can wear it and pull it off. But we, you we you can't pull don't off want that. to. Oh no, I really want I don't want to do the low rise. Yeah, like the, the wide low rise. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I would if I found an outfit that was cute and low rise, I would do it. I would wear it and I wouldn't feel I could go out everywhere in my real life wearing it. I wouldn't feel comfortable going everywhere in my tidy whiteies. <laughs> Showing up to school. Hi. Mm-hmm. Doing car line. Right. Unloading kids from the car, like, hi. Come on in, kids. New outfit. <laughs> but once Zoe, once you complete all of your butt sessions, you're gonna be going for that. I would no do it now trend. if I had a a place to wear it to. Oh, okay. We can uh, let's schedule dinner right. this weekend. Yeah. I would be very down to see you do this. I think Zoe might be the m- bravest of us all. Do we agree with that? Yeah. In I that don't. sense, in fashion sense. Yes. Okay. So yeah, Zoe, I think you're on to the no pants trend. Once oh, yeah. Your let's try it. I'm willing to try it on and send y'all a picture. Okay. okay. Let's do it. Mm, you got less brave very I quickly. Mean, I already said I have no place to wear it to. You know, I, I said, we'll plan a dinner and go. And you're oh. like, I'll go anywhere. It sounds so comfortable. I'd love to do it. And now I you're like, oh. yes, yeah, you did. did. Roll all those things. This you is recorded. I said, things. if I, I would wear it if I had a place to go. And you and said, we you said, we'll go to dinner this weekend. And you did earlier, oh, about five minutes ago, you were like, I want to do it now. It sounds so comfortable. Mm-hmm. I can't imagine. I, w- I want you to do this because I want to see if anyone in this area would say anything to you. The other problem is I think you have to wear heels with it. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to wear heels. I don't even own black heels. Yeah. What if you mm-hmm. How quickly she won't do it. I wonder if I could wear it with <gasps> black no. boots. Black you can tights. find like a low chunky heel. I feel like I Monica's picture yeah. had, I think she had boots on, didn't she? A black I'd love boot, to wear it with boots. And she had a flannel, like an open flannel red shirt with it. Hers looked cute. I mean, <laughs> guys, our Instagram is sounding like it's going to be popping this week. <laughs> so everybody better be following us everywhere because you're going to have a lot of Zoe's butt. Zoe butt suck. <laughs> you're going to have Zoe no pants. 
Great. Okay. Wow. This just got exciting. Okay, so I read about something on the internet this week that I found really interesting. Have y'all heard of Borum in New York? No, No. I haven't. Okay, so it is a postpartum care facility. It's located in a hotel in New York, and you're ideally supposed to show up with your newborn baby the day you check out of the hospital or wherever you have your baby, and they take care of everything for you. There's lactation specialists, there's massage therapists, there's nurses, there's full room service, um, and they basically teach you how to be a mother. Um, Okay, so they offer pre-birth support, baby boot camp and workshop, a 24-7 care team for mom and baby, a 24-7 baby room, mother's lounge, recovery support, nutritious meals, and therapeutic services. Um, They want you to stay ideally for... Up to, uh, from birth to up to six weeks postpartum. Oh, wow. Six weeks. Yeah. But they say most people stay like between five days and two weeks because it is expensive. What about fathers? Fathers, you are allowed to have one support person stay with you 24-7. Oh, wow. And can you have visitors? Yes, you can have visitors. They can't come up to like the where people stay, but they're like common spaces that you can meet with visitors. Hmm. Kind of sounds like a jail. Well, yeah. So that's I teeter on. Is it culty or is it really helpful? So basically, they say that our society has gotten away from like it takes a village Mm -hmm. and like mothers are just going home with their babies and have no idea what to do. And if you're lucky, you have, you know, a grandparent around that helps you. But they say a lot of people don't are just kind of on an island by themselves. I think it sounds so wonderful and also so horrible. Mm-hmm. I, that's <laughs> like, where I I'm think at it, too. it's such a great idea. And I yeah. do believe a lot of people need this. Mm-hmm. But what is really crappy is that probably the people who need it yeah. the most can't afford to go. Mm-hmm. Because if you have enough money to pay for that, you probably have enough to pay for like a nurse to come stay at your house or like a night nurse or a nanny. And there's so yeah. many women who get pregnant and maybe don't have any support family mm-hmm. or even spousal support or anything and really need help. There's a lot of mothers and who come from bad situations that mm-hmm. would really benefit from something like that. I follow this influencer mom on um, Instagram and TikTok and I have for years before she got pregnant. Her name's Lucy Fink and she comes from a pretty influential, well-to-do family in New York mm-hmm. and she has money and she just had her first baby. And she hired a night, no, not a night nurse. Yes, okay, at first she hired a night nurse to come stay with her and the baby in their house. Mm -hmm. I'm sure it wasn't cheap, but that's what I guess I'm wondering is why, if you have the resources to pay for help, why wouldn't you do it in your house versus a hotel? Like, what do they think the experience? Well, I mean, because I guess when you have a night nurse, they're taking care of the baby. They're not taking care of you. It was so interesting to watch the night nurse that came mm-hmm. because she actually did take care of like the mom and the mm-hmm. dad too. She the this amazing thing she was doing for them. It looked like it would be so helpful. Yeah, and I have seen some of that, like where the night nurse does, but she's not giving you massages. She's not preparing your meals. She's not. I don't know, whatever else. They, so it's like more she's of a not, spa well, kind of experience. Spa and I think education because they do a lot of workshops. There's you know just. 24 7 care mm-hmm. that yeah. was kind of the interesting thing was she learned i think her night nurse was from jamaica or something it was a different culture mm-hmm. and so she was able to learn how they care for babies where she's from and she felt like she learned so much from how they care for babies you know mm-hmm. where her night nurse was from and then they have transitioned out of that and now they have a full-time nanny that lives and stays with them and i think she's there three days a week but 
I don't know. I just feel like if you have help, that's probably the route I would go just because I'd want to be in my house. It's interesting that that exists. Do you know the cost? I do. I would like for y'all to guess what you think it costs. I can't even imagine. Are we guessing a day? Yeah, per day. Per day. Okay, let me I mean, think. it goes down if you book um, multiple days. It's around the What's same. included in a day? 24-7 care for mom and baby, 24-7 lactation support, three meals a day for mom, access to mother's lounge, one-on-one hands-on care for the baby. And, 20, baby, and baby education. 2500 a day. 2000 a day. 2500 a day, 2000 a day, Kristen. 5000 a day. Wow. Okay. So, I mean, you guys will all be pre- pleasantly surprised. It's about $900 a day. Oh, oh that is okay. Less than I thought. Wow. Okay. So, I mean, so yeah. maybe a week there could be beneficial right. to a lot of moms. And that's what they say is that uh, most people stay about five days, but some stay up to 40 days. Is it just celebrities or just no. regular moms? Yeah, just, I mean, I guess anybody who could afford it. They do well, say that some of their services can be submitted to your insurance for a reimbursement. Mm. So I just wish there were more places like that for people who can't afford yeah. anything. Mm-hmm. Or are having postpartum issues that mm-hmm. actually yes. need some extra help. Mm-hmm. But, but I don't it, think there's anything wrong yeah, with having nothing, this one. No, yeah, absolutely no. not. No, Any help you can get in whatever walk of life you're in, especially in this period, is good. And maybe it'll roll out. Like maybe it'll be so successful that we can find ways to make this more accessible to people. Exactly. Because this is the first I've heard of something like this. So yeah, it just seems like if it could become more mainstream, it would be. Right. And it does need to become more mainstream that Mm -hmm. mothers need more support in so many ways. Because so many, you know, we kind of in the last 50 years were like, you got to pop out that baby and get back Mm -hmm. to work and clean the house and make the meals and raise your kids and do you have to do every single thing and no one really cares about you. And you're so overwhelmed and clueless and and, scared. And just especially like with having your first baby, it just seems I mean, unless you're someone who had a lot of siblings or something like that, that you would just go home with this baby and feel like, what the hell do I do with this thing? (laughs) You do. Right. Like I remember when, yeah, when you brought your first home or even when our little sister came home, it was like, how do you care? (laughs) What in the world do we do with this thing? I have to keep this alive. Yeah. So it just seems like, yeah, more education, the better. And we've gotten away from, like you said, the... Um, it takes a village. It yeah. takes a village. And yeah. it really does. Mm-hmm. I we loved very when I had my babies that my mom, who doesn't live here, came. My mom and dad came mm-hmm. when I had my babies. But it just felt really good to have, like, my mom here to be yeah. not only supportive of, like, with the baby, but just, like, she was so helpful in the house. Because, right. like, anything that kind of takes, like, the mental load off, it just is a huge difference. But Definitely. wouldn't you have loved to have been in a hotel with room service? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> Ready to hit some advice this week? Yeah. Hit me. Hit me with your best shot. Let's pop out some good advice. Fire away. Hi, sisters. I need some help planning a sentimental but not over-the-top proposal for my girlfriend. She would die if I did something too public, and I want to try to ask a friend to tag along for pictures. Please note that I'm local to Nashville, and this girl is my best friend and soulmate. I don't want to ruin the moment by putting her on display, but I want the moment to be memorable. Help. So where would you propose to a girl that doesn't want to be center of attention in Nashville? Mm, something that's <laughs> special to the two of you. Like yeah. whatever, if you had a really like special memory somewhere, because often those really special memories aren't somewhere that is like a big spectacular place. Mm-hmm. Like in the office. You, well, I was going to say it was at the gas station, but that's not really one of their memories. But you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, something that's special. But then to the just other the one was you. in the office with um, Michael and Holly and it was in a, her office that's where they met for the first mm-hmm. time yeah so yeah just someplace that's special to them and 
Yeah. I don't think overthink it. I feel like a lot of guys do like put a lot of thought and planning and that's nice. But I don't even think you have to. I think it's nice to bring someone along for photographs so it doesn't look like he's just pulling this out of nowhere. Like, yeah. mm I saw someone on that uh, Instagram page I follow in Nashville that just got engaged at the Nashville Pedestrian Bridge and they had a photographer they hired to kind of like walk along as an innocent looking bystander at night. And that person got really good pictures of them. So they were on the bridge at night and this person that they didn't even know yeah. got really good that pictures. That would be a great place. Or yeah. Like mm, a lot of people engaged there. Because it's pretty. It yeah. is. But if, you, but if you want it to be where there's not a lot of people mm-hmm. yeah, and he wants it to be thoughtful, it mm-hmm. could be, you know, maybe they had just a really good memory at like a local ice cream shop or something. Yeah. yeah. Hide it in the ice cream. <laughs> Old Don't school. do that. Don't Another do that. good outdoor place I can think of that might be more hidden or you could find a little hidden place would be Cheekwood. Yeah. You could just find like a little hidden cove somewhere. And maybe have like your friend hiding in the bushes. I don't Put know. Put it in a TV in the rage room and let her smash a bunch <laughs> of stuff. And then all of a sudden That's she finds a ring. I will That's say if you're hiring a photographer, you need to make sure to plan the date so that she dresses appropriately. Yeah. Say that you're oh, going yeah. to a cute Because if you're just something. like yeah. last minute, like, oh, hey, let's go grab ice cream. And she's like, great, I'm going to my pajamas. You know, like she. She wants to have the pictures be something she can display. Yes. Yeah. And also talk to one of her friends and have her friend take her to get her nails done. Yeah. True. But also don't overthink it because proposals don't always have to be a big movie star kind of moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I would think about what, like what Hillary said, what yeah. you guys like to do together. If you're yeah. outdoorsy, maybe you go to the stairs at uh, Percy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know. So I just think like guys get so in their head because they see these huge mm-hmm. things on the bachelor and you know even just movies that it's hard yeah, to guys just are always seeing that stuff on the bachelor <laughs> and they're really in their heads about what they can do better to propose yeah i, no, I think they are like a them. little bit in their head and it doesn't have to be a big ordeal i know where you shouldn't propose you should not ask her at a game on a screen those are the worst i hate yeah. when people do those Ooh. yeah don't overthink it it could even be a picnic or something yeah just go get your girl yeah okay next one's a doozy guys y'all ready mm-hmm Okay, this woman says, all right, I don't know what to do about any of this. I am a 20-year-old, and I'm a server at a local restaurant. I have a decent amount of underage coworkers that I'm always nice to because I remember what it was like to be a teenager around adults who hated me. However, this one busser who was around 16 has gotten some sort of delusion in his head that we're dating, and I'm worried it's going to ruin my life. I've heard from coworkers who are my age and who are his age and go to school with him that he's been saying we've had sex, I've performed sexual acts on him, and that my long-term partner, who I talk frequently about at work, is a cover story. Apparently, he said these things both at work and at school. I've spoken to him about this. I've spoken to my managers. Unfortunately, they can't schedule me around him against corporate rules. Every single time someone mentions these rumors, I dispel them, but it's all just getting worse, and I'm afraid he's going to absolutely ruin my life. Unfortunately, quitting isn't an option, as this is the only place I can work with my school schedule, I've gone so far as threatening legal action. I'm at a loss as what to do. Okay, well, I know. if she's gone to the manager and she's threatening legal action, you can go get a different server job. I agree. If this is affecting your life that much, I do think the manager should do something about it. Yeah. But... I mean, the I manager's think, probably 22, like in a place like still, this. still, the manager you know? could yeah, say, yeah. oh, this is like a liability for me that a 16-year-old sure. is saying these things about an adult... Yeah, I, I mean, have to handle this. At the very least, this is like sexual harassment. If he's yeah. telling people that you guys are having sex and you've told your manager 
and they can't schedule you around him against corporate rules. Yeah. I don't even maybe know what that reach means, out to corporate even to, to the GM. Because corporate like, would yeah. be concerned Just, about this. Mm-hmm. But yes, at the end of the day, this is a serving job. Well, he should get fired. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Well, yeah, but she's saying that nothing has happened so far. And right. If no. she needs to move it up further, and really, if nothing happens, she needs to go find a new job. And yeah. did she say she had a child? Like uh, that she couldn't um, no. get a new job because she she's in work. school. Oh, school. Okay. No, you can find a new job. I Everybody's mean, I like, hiring right now. Yeah, yeah, everyone's hiring. And this is a server job. There's more than one restaurant where you live, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. And this isn't the only job. It feels that way sometimes when you're 20. Yeah. And she said he just got it in his head that they're dating. He did yeah. not. He's just a big liar. He, know- he knows yeah. they're not dating. <laughs> right. it, yeah, because she said he's delusional. He's not delusional. He's a 16-year-old boy who... I doubt people are even taking like, him seriously. Yeah. They know he's not hooking up with a 20-year-old. Right. Yeah. He wishes. Yeah, but I could see how when you're 20, like that would really... Well, especially- even when I was 20, actually, there was a guy I worked with who told everyone we were sleeping together and mm. we were not. He was not 16. He was mm. also 20. Yeah. But it was very irritating when... And I didn't know for a long time yeah. until somebody confronted me about it. Did he yeah. get fired? No. I didn't talk to the manager mm. about it, but we yeah. were... We went on one date mm. and then it turned in from his side that it was much more than that mm-hmm. <laughs> and much more than one day. Yeah. The boys are just dumb. He wishes. Mm, boys are just dumb. And yeah, I mean, I could understand why you'd be worried about this ruining your life because you're 20, he's 16. Mm-hmm. So it's just not worth it for the serving job. No, I, would, I would quit and move on. Yeah. I mean, I do think she should try to protect herself first. I do too. With the manager, with the general yeah. manager. Yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm. And if they're not doing something about yeah, it, then, then that's, you don't want to work there anyway. If no. your managers don't protect you in the workplace, then mm-hmm. that's their basic duty. Yeah. And I don't I, and I don't know what it means to you can't be not scheduled with him due to corporate policies. But yeah, it just all sounds maybe it's a staffing thing where they can only have three people on at a time. And so there's not enough. P- there's probably something like that where it's. We only have three employees and I don't know. It's oh, probably this a staffing place just issue. sounds like a terrible place. To it work. does. Mm-hmm. I would move on. So there's lots of restaurants looking for good servers. Mm-hmm. And maybe at the next job, just don't be nice to the 16 year olds. I'm not like saying it's your fault. I'm just saying this is what happens when you're nice to 16 year old boys. They become delusional. That's why, you know, that's why adults are so mean to him now. <laughs> also block him on everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Don't talk to him. Don't Erase him from your life. Don't completely. give him the time of day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He doesn't matter. Yeah. Hey, sisters, how can I tell my parents I don't want to get Catholic married? My fiance and I are not religious people. We come from a religious background, going to church every week and for Christmas, Easter, etc. We both went to Catholic private school, but have completely separated from it as adults. I want to get married so badly with my family and close friends, but my parents are begging for a church wedding and a different place for a reception. Another aspect is that my family will be paying for it, or at least as of now, they are paying for it. If it's not a Catholic wedding, I'm not sure if they would. I want the people at our marriage to be at the wedding to see how much I love my fiance and our own vows in our own ceremony. What should I do? You do what you want. And I think if, first of all, you go into it not saying, hey, I don't want to get married at the church. You go into it saying what you want. My family would, mm-hmm. I think, have originally preferred me to get married in a church. And I never wanted to be married in a church just because I always wanted an outdoor wedding, which mm-hmm. I didn't have. But... <laughs> Because it rained. (laughs) But I always wanted an outdoor wedding my whole life, even when I was like a child. So I think you just go into it saying, hey, this is where we want to get married and this is why. You don't have to say uh, something you don't want to do. And if they don't want to pay for it, then do things in a cheap way. However, 
you shouldn't have a wedding you don't want to have. You shouldn't get married in a church if you don't believe in that and don't want that. I but don't I know. just think, but just know that that may mean you don't really have a wedding. If you can't afford it, then you... Yeah, just do something small scale. I don't Invite think you your can, friends. Yeah, I don't think you can force your family to pay for a wedding that... Like, they're not going to change their views. Right, So, yeah. But devil's avocado. The family, your family is already willing to pay for a Catholic wedding and have a reception somewhere else. That's the choice she has to make. But yeah. would we all agree that the reception is where it's at? Yes. Nobody really cares about the wedding. Yeah. yeah, but is she saying she doesn't want to get married in the church? Mm-hmm. But and she didn't parents- say that she doesn't want to get married for religious beliefs. I mean, I guess she said they separated from it, but I mean, if you've separated from it, who cares? Just oh, yeah. No, I think that things. is the choice. If she wants the nice, lovely wedding, yeah. do it in the Catholic church or just know that you may right. not have the the wedding that you dreamed of because of money. So you just have to... Yeah. Or maybe yeah. there's a compromise. Yeah. Maybe you say, mm-hmm. like, I'll get married in the church, but the reception I want to control. Yeah. Something. Or and first try being honest because she said she doesn't even know if they're yeah. willing to pay for it. So you could just say, like, hey, by the way, our ideal wedding is right at the local botanical garden. And they might yeah. be like, cool, great. Yeah. And if they're not, then you can kind of go from there. Well, and you could always like do the Gilmore Girl way. Remember when Lane got married and they had mm-hmm. the first mm-hmm. wedding? <clears throat> That's right. That was for Mrs. Kim. And then they had the second wedding for them. So maybe do the Catholic wedding for your mom. And then at your reception, do another type like a type of ceremony where you say your own vows to each other. Yeah, yeah. I just don't think it's anything worth fighting over, forcing your family to pay for the wedding that yeah. they want that you don't want. Like just... Yeah. You might have to give that up if you really don't want. At the end the of the day, wedding. it's just one day. It's not going to change your marriage. Yeah, you just have to decide what matters most to you. What's going to mm. bother you in the long run and what is not going to bother you. Yeah. But your guests are going to enjoy their reception way more than the wedding at the Catholic church. Yeah, so. they know that part is pretty right. standard. Yeah. Especially a Catholic wedding. <laughs> yeah, so I mean... <laughs> Yeah. Nobody wants Couldn't that. Pay me to have a <laughs> right. Yeah. So just if you do end up doing it, just breeze through that Catholic wedding and then just make that reception balls to the wall. What's your dream wedding, Megan? I don't know that I would have one. Really? Yeah. I, I just think that it's just silly. It's a waste of money. Yeah, it is. But you don't have even if like you just did something. So you found your soulmate mm-hmm. and just just unlimited like don't have to worry about money it's just well kind that of like, but also even say you just wanted something between the two of you <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I don't know because i feel like what people would expect me to say is like a disney wedding mm-hmm. which i mean don't say you didn't get married in a church hillary you got married at disney that's, that's church true. to some people <laughs> <laughs> um but i don't even know if i would care about that like i don't know it just all seems silly to me like it's just such a silly <laughs> zoe i don't have or so I'll, I'll think about it more if it if it, you know if it gets to that. Don't Kristen, I eloped in my grandparents' living room, and that was all I wanted and all I needed. Hmm. I'm the only one that's had a wedding. Yeah, yep. you're our guest star. <coughs> yeah, I have no regrets. Classic gal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It just always seems silly to me, and like, I'm not traditional in that yeah, way. Yeah, and our parents were always like, "Don't waste money on a." wedding that's such a waste of money it's one day i do like going to weddings though i love going and being a guest at people's weddings i've been to all of james's siblings weddings and they're a blast and i wish you could have come to my wedding Uh, let's do it again okay yeah i mean well y'all just had 10 years right yeah we did (coughs) sorry i keep coughing (laughs) 
Well, maybe for your like 11th year, you could do the whole Disney wedding again for us. It's coming up real soon. Yeah. I mean, you gotta get, <laughs> get, get cracking. Yeah. Yeah. But that would be nice of you to do. Yeah. It's funny. Yeah. I'm not like anti romance or anti wedding, but I just have no desire to do it for myself. It's yeah. weird. I don't know why. I'm just not like a girly girl in that way or sentimental in that way. Would you have a Disney wedding again if you could do it all over again? Oh, yeah. Our wedding was perfect. Mm. It was honestly one of the best days of my life. That's what you're supposed to say. It really was. <laughs> it was a blast. And obviously, we were at Disney World, which we loved. And so we got to do the parks with all our friends and mm-hmm. celebrate. And yeah, that's a good place for a wedding. It was really fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. I'll get married at Disney. Okay. <laughs> I'll, I'll be there. <laughs> <laughs> As always, thanks for taking our advice. Keep sending in your anonymous questions at sistersnotsaints.com. Follow us on all social media platforms at Sisters Not Saints Podcast. And please help the sisters out and be sure to follow, rate, and review us wherever you listen to this podcast. It really helps us out. Until next time. Bye. Bye.